0: Hallelujah. Praise the Lord everybody. Let's talk about partnering with Jesus today. I have a burden, you most most of the time in in the class bringing a message but the burden of the Lord, you know, to discharge the burden of the Lord. And uh, I do have scriptures we just let's just pray. Thank you, Lord, for your glory outpoured, your blessing, your anointing. Thank you, Father, for your love for each of us. We pray for your grace and blessing. If you just lift your heads, your chins to the Lord. Lord, I just ask that your glory begin to manifest in a brand new and deep way inside of each soul here. That we would know your love in a greater way. We'd know your the fullness of your spirit's working in us in a greater way. Just tell the Lord, I want to partner with you. I want to partner with you, Lord. I want to be with what you want me to be. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. 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 The Bible is. Uh, listen, you can. Everybody's got their story, and most most of our stories are we have a, kind of a downside. There's a downside of us being on our own, being orphaned in our own mentality. Having the orphan mentality basically says it all is dependent upon me. I can't trust anybody. I've got to do it all myself. That's kind of that. And Jesus said, I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. And the Lord has a, a, a place setting with your name on it at His table that he, you are very, very important to Him. You're purchased with the most expensive thing ever in the universe. Not something glitzy like gold, but the blood of the Lamb. He has purchased you with the power of His blood, forgiven you, and established you in Him. So your story begins with the redemption of Jesus Christ. Everybody said, amen. Hey, Him redeeming you to Himself. This is where it starts. And then you start to get a different image of yourself. It does take time. Because some of us, like me, were rather warped. You had some um, powerful, bad experiences that had some deeply impacting things. Broke open areas of the soul where... Torments could come in, and without getting into all that, I want to say that as you begin to walk into the freedoms that Jesus has for you, as you begin to gain the ground that He has for you, He does it by some simple things. I have a verse up here, it's out of the Passion Translation, it's Romans chapter 12. 1 and 2. says, beloved friends, what should be our proper response to God's marvelous mercies? Here it is. To surrender yourselves to God, to be his sacred living sacrifices. To live in holiness, experiencing all that delights his heart. For this becomes your genuine expression of worship. And then verse 2, the next slide, says, listen to this, look at this really closely. Stop, imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture around you. But inwardly be transformed by the Holy Spirit through a total reformation of how you think. This will empower you to discern God's will as you live a beautiful life, satisfying and perfect in His eyes. The Lord gave apostles and uh, prophets and evangelists and pastors or shepherds and teachers to equip the saints for the work of the ministry for the building up of the body of Christ. The word equip is from and that word there's a special meaning and it's used in different places in the Bible. One of the places it's used is When the disciples, when Jesus walks up on the disciples and he's, they're mending, everybody say mending. Mending. They're mending their nets. And I did a little research on that years ago and I found out that the disciples mended their nets more than they fished. The nets were always ripping. That's amazing. They were always mending those nets. How many of you got some tears below the surface? And you bring them out into the light and you realize we got some mending to do here. How many of you, you know why you need the love of God so much? Because we all leak. There's mending that needs to go on. They're right. Another term that it uses is to reset a bone. That's a little bit difficult. That's a little bit... Sometimes there's a, 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 a work uh, that's rather deep inside and you worked, you operated one day and the Lord says, we're going to do something really significant in your life. We're going to reestablish the way you actually function. How many of you had a doctor go, does it hurt here? And you feel like hitting him right there, you know, just like, because you know, it hurts a lot. I remember one time he said, does this hurt? And I went, yeah, you know, You can hurt. But the Lord knows how to heal. And He has to. you have to sometimes feel it before he can heal it. But he says, I want to equip you. I want to equip. And so there's people that he places in the body, and he, they function with the Holy Spirit. And it says this. This is the reason. The reason is us. until we all attain the unity of the faith of the knowledge of the Son of God. There's this unity of the faith of the knowledge of the Son of God. And they get this. It says, to mature manhood, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. In other words, The whole point of you and I being the Lord's is that we grow up and mature and become like Jesus. Now watch this. It's contrasted with this next verse. It says, so that we no longer, we may no longer be children. See, we want to grow up into maturity. What the children are like, it says, they're tossed to and fro by waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine. When you look up the word wind there, it's kind of a fierce wind. There are fierce winds blowing in the land right now. Fierce, uh, tempestuous, that's one of the words describing this wind. Their, their doctrines, it says human cunning and craftiness in deceitful schemes. Children can be caught up in uh, confusion, and there are works of confusion being unleashed in our culture today. That are devastating to the human personality. So he says, rather, and by the way, I want to say this, I want to just say this. Uh, it's so important to me. It's so important to me. Because when once you catch this, you go, you know, it's by Jesus came. Here's one way to explain it. Jesus came, it says, Grace and truth. Everybody say grace, grace. And, truth. and truth. It does not describe Jesus coming as truth. Truth and grace. It doesn't say he came as truth and grace. It doesn't say that. It says he came as grace and truth. Everybody say grace Grace. and truth. Do you know why that's so important? Because grace is this capacity God has to pour something into your life of unmerited favor that you begin to realize how deeply cherished and loved you are before you find out the bad news. The truth of what you really are. He doesn't start out with the bad news. He starts out with the good news. God forgive the church for speaking to the culture with the bad news. They close the door of their heart. Now, Jesus basically said this. He said, hey, look, I don't come to condemn the world, and here's the reality, it's condemned already. Yeah, that's right. And I remember having been abused, and having a spirit in my life called self-hate, and self-rejection, and rejection of others. I remember being tormented, and thinking about people thinking evil of me, and they're not thinking of me at all. But demons are really cantankerous. They want you miserable. They want you eaten up by thoughts of depression. Isn't that right? How many of you had a couple? How many are glad they're gone? You know what? I'm not embarrassed to talk about the demonic powers. I'm just not. Dear God, they're unleashed on our culture today. There are more demonic things unleashed, unleashed in our culture, in our schools, and in our government, all over the place, lawlessness, every kind of thing. Jesus Christ came to, to break the power. He says, I came to destroy the works of the devil. Destroy the works. My anointing destroys the yoke of bondage, breaks the power of it to rule over your soul. I'm free today because he exercised that in my life somebody grew up enough in the world to say you need some help I'm so afraid that if you really if, I, if you really knew me you would hate me now that's a trick isn't it hey what's not to love <laughs> that's funny right there I don't care who you are that's just hilarious The goal is attaining this maturity that represents Jesus and to cease the childlike behavior of being carried about by deceitful schemes. This is the goal of when you're equipped and when you're brought out. Now, the, the world has grown progressively worse, and um, there's a—I'm going to scoot through all this, but Revelation 12, 10 through 12 says, I heard a loud voice in heaven saying, Now the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of His Christ have come— For the accuser of the brothers has been thrown down, uh, who accuses them day and night before our God. So now we got Satan has been cast out of heaven. He's on the earth and says, But they, you and I, have conquered him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, for they love lot their lives even unto death. So therefore rejoice, O heavens, you who dwell in them. But woe to you, O earth and sea, for the devil has come down to you in great wrath, because he knows the time is short. So there's this shortening up of time. I want to just say this Satan came in the garden as a serpent serpents a snake right snake snakes don't have arms do they nope they don't have any arms do snakes have arms nope they don't have arms do you have any feet nope snakes don't have feet that means Satan has been disarmed and defeated hallelujah <laughs> and Jesus came to destroy he disarmed him and he defeated him hallelujah that's just a, a nice little picture to get our wrapper hearts around But also there's an acceleration of the evil in the world. We're in the last days and there's this acceleration of the advancing of evil in the world. We don't want to be like, we don't just want to stick our heads in the sand and ignore it. We want to to say, Lord Jesus, show me how, here's what I'm discovering. Lord, I just need more of you. I need more of you. I need more of you. I need my personal time invested in personal time with you. I need more of your word in my life. I need more of the life-giving activity of the Holy Spirit. I want more of the Lord in my life. Now, hell is going after our children, so I'm going to spend the rest of the time dealing with a passage of chapter, uh, Mark chapter 9, and I've got a couple of things that will come up on the board there a little bit. Uh, he sat down, and in chapter 9 it's really interesting. Uh, you got... Uh, Jesus uh it starts off he's on the mount of transfiguration he tra- he's transformed and uh the glory of God it's like his, he he's like shining like the sun you know it's amazing and then he comes down and then there's this encounter uh with this demoni- uh, de- demonized uh, child we're going to talk about that but but then a little further on he, the the disciples are arguing who's the who's the greatest you know they're just, course I roll my eyes and probably if I was there I'd have been doing the same thing you know so but uh, anyway he says he he he, to deal with that first I want to just say this he sat down and called the twelve and he said to them if anyone would be first he must be last of all and servant of all then he took a child and he put him in the midst of them and taking him in his arms he said whoever receives such a child in my name receives me whoever receives me receives not me but him who sent me so there's this idea that this humility this this uh, loving of children is in God's heart and the attitude of having uh, receiving children in the name of the Lord is receiving the father look at that is that powerful now he also says a few verses later in verse 42 he says whoever causes one of these little ones to in uh, who believe in me to sin it would be better for him if a great millstone were hung around his neck and he was thrown into the sea. There are things going on in our culture right now that this is how Jesus feels about it. Perfect love, who loves perfectly, sees the damage being done in our culture to little ones, and this is his thoughts about it. I would rather tie a millstone around their neck and throw them in the sea. Because there are agendas being pushed that are demonic schemes to take kids into captivity. So I want to talk about Jesus showing up when there's somebody in captivity and what he does. Lord, I just say, ask, open the eyes, open our eyes. Don't you want more of his power and ability in your life? Mark chapter 9, starting with 14, and when they came, the disciples, and uh, they're coming down the Mount of Transfiguration, they saw a great crowd around them, and the scribes arguing with them. and immediately all the crowd, when they saw him, they were greatly amazed and ran up to him, you know, Jesus, and they said, and he says, what are you you arguing about with him? And someone from the crowd said, teacher, I brought my son to, to you. He has a spirit that makes him mute. And whenever it seizes him, it throws him down and he foams and grinds his teeth and becomes rigid. So I ask your disciples to cast it out and they were not able to. A third of Jesus' ministry was casting out demons. A third of it was healing the sick and a third of it was teaching. Paul said when he came along, he said, look, I don't want your, your, uh, I don't want your faith to be built on human wisdom but the demonstration of the power of God. Let's go ahead and anticipate the power of God, the work of the Lord in our house, the authority that Jesus has over everything regarding us. We need it more today than ever. So I believe that this pictures so much of what's going on today. A child is bound by the devil and suffering from... Depression, anxiety, suicidal thoughts, and attempts of suicide. Hello, is there anybody here seeing that this is the nature of what hell is doing to our next generation, to this generation, to any generation? Hell says, I want to ki- steal from you. I want to steal from I want to kill. I want to just destroy everything. Amen. Right. And the point is this. The child can't help himself. The children can't help themselves. Don't judge them. Don't condemn them. They're bound. They're bound. If they're bound, they can't help themselves. Number two, the parents can't help them. This father couldn't do anything. He didn't have the spiritual authority. And then the disciples, the ones that were there, they grew into it later, but they couldn't help him. They couldn't help him. And Jesus looked at this situation and said, Oh, faithless generation, how long am I to be with you? How long am I to bear with you? Bring him to me. Bring him to me. And they brought the boy, and when he, the spirit saw him immediately, it convulsed the boy and it fell to the ground and rolled about, foaming in the mouth, foaming at the mouth. And the evil spirits, see the evil spirits recognize Jesus, and it recognizes those who have the authority of Jesus to cast out. In fact, the book of acts it there was this you know it can sounds a little humorous but it's not it's that there was some itinerant Jews, jewish exorcist in acts 19 verse 13 says to over undertook to invoke the name of jesus over those who had evil spirits saying i adjure you by jesus whom paul proclaims these seven sons of the jewish high priest named Sceva were, were doing this but the evil spirit answered back and said jesus i know paul i know i recognize but who are you and the man in whom was the evil spirit leaped upon them, mastered all of them, and overpowered them, and they had to, they, so that they fled the house naked and wounded. This thing tore them up. You have to have an anointing, an authority given by Jesus to have authority over it God puts he takes in a vessel that 's yielded to him that was him, and then he invests this anointing, and this anointing comes I have a vessel, this anointing comes, and it does something. Amen. And Jesus asked, us see, where am I here? Jesus asked the Father, how long has this been happening? He said, from childhood. And has often cast him into the fire and into the into water and to destroy him. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. Jesus listens. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> If you can. If you, if, if you can. <laughs> if you can help us. Listen, this is how despairing it is when hell is wrecking your house when the torment is overwhelming everybody this is what it's like and you reach out in desperation and go god if anybody can help please help if if jesus goes if you can all things are possible to those who believe immediately the father of the child cried out i believe (laughs) help my unbelief and when Jesus saw that the crowd was running together, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to it, You mute and deaf spirit, I command you, come out of him and never enter him again. And after crying and convulsing him terribly, it came out, and the boy was like a corpse. So that most of them said, He's dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him up, and he arose. And when he had entered the house, his disciples asked him privately, Why could we cast it out? Put that verse up. And uh, said, everybody say, this kind cannot be driven out by anything but prayer. This kind cannot be driven. Now, some passages also say fasting. This kind cannot be driven out by anything but prayer. Okay, I want to go ahead. uh, I'm going to put another verse up here. This is what's going on inside. This is the burden today. In just a moment, we're going to hand out three by five cards. And I want to invite you to tell the usher, count up, we're going to write down the first name only, no needs. We're not going to write down needs. We're not going to write down last names. We're going to write down first names of children, you young people. I want you to write down the names, because a season as a, our church and we're going to intercede we're going to see God change we're going to see the miracle power of Jesus demonstrated that's what we're going to see amen i's find. 24, and 25. Can person be taken from the mighty or the captives of a tyrant be rescued? Next slide, verse 25. For thus says the Lord, even the captives of the mighty shall be taken, and the prey of the tyrant be rescued, for I will contend with those who contend with you, and I will save your children. And the Lord's wanting to accent that with a phone call to say, I'm going to do it. <laughs> Let's go ahead. Uh, I would like to ask if we could do this. Now, here's what i like to do after this. I, I, about It's just time to do this. I want to ask, uh, there's pins. We're going to put on some music. I want to ask if you would write down the names. And then after you get the names, one per card. I don't want like six names on one card. I just want one name per card. Is that okay? One first name per card. No needs. We're going to start praying God's will to be accomplished in the life of this individual. We're going to claim them. Let's go ahead and hand out the cards. Go ahead and say yes. a minute. Try to get them written down as quick as you can. Young people. I want to say little kids all the way up to teens and if you're just say up to 20s. I'll say that 25 and under. That sounds good because I've asked Lori to really invite the Holy Spirit into all of her leadership. Let's go ahead. The music... Let's go ahead and, uh, these are three by five cards, write in one child's first name. And in a minute, we're gonna pray over them. Let's go ahead and quickly those out. You might have one grandchild. You might have one child. You might have a dozen in your clan. You may know some children. In a little bit, I'm going to ask if we can come and bring them up here. Let's go ahead and just take the time. Father God, quicken our hearts. I want you to begin to even envision that the Lord is going to deliver this child from the clutches of hell that Jesus is going to do a miracle work. That when you write the name down, write it down in faith. Say, I believe. I believe that God's will will be accomplished in this world. Hallelujah. The young person may be saved. They may not be. but we're praying for God's will to be done. Soon as, as soon as you're finished, to invite you to bring and put the card here, and take just a few moments at the altar and start the intercession let's claim claim the work of the Holy Spirit can help release those uh, involved, in, like in family. By the way, the other the other CD that we use, go ahead and put that on. Let's, let's uh, say, Father God, with all my heart I repent for any and all doors opened of generational sin. That have served to put these children in bondage. We repent of it. We forgive those before us that open doors to sin, fear, rejection, abuse, witchcraft. Sexual sin, confusion, abuses of all sorts, pharmakeia, all drug use. In the name of Jesus Christ, we repent of the sins that have opened doors to take children captive. We repent. We renounce the power of bondage from our life and our families. And in the name of Jesus Christ, we break the holds and the yokes of the devil. I want you to, if you have your prayer language, just pray in the Spirit. I want to just ask that we... Now, Lord, we plead the blood of Jesus Christ over every soul here, for we know that there are works of darkness headed their way. Some have already latched on. Some are tormented and can't sleep at night. Some have anxiety. Some have fears. Some have all kinds of things going on. Some have even... Disorders, bipolar, schizophrenia, whatever, autism. We pray the power of God begin to break all of these things, all of these things. we ask asked for the miracle power of Jesus Christ. All, the, all authority is in Jesus. We ask for the miracle, miracle power of Jesus to be manifest in these families and in these children's lives. Listen, let's just praise him now. Just praise him, praise him. Praise Him, praise Him, praise Him, praise Him. Hallelujah. Oh wow, we need to hit this one. Lord Jesus, I repent of all bitterness, bitter life experiences, deep deep sadness and relational loss. We ask for the blood of Jesus to begin to wash the heart where rejection has taken hold, where self-hatred has taken hold. We, we repent. Oh, let's just praise the Lord now. Just go ahead and pray. We just ask for you to, to, to shut doors in the children's lives. And we ask you open the doors for the Spirit of the Lord to come in and, and move over them in the name of Jesus. Oh, let's praise Him. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Destroy, destroy yokes of bondage. Release miracle power into their hearts in the name of Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. We come, we come against the demonic that torments. I'm asking even today that anointing of Jesus Christ. Your love for these children and these young people is so great. Lord, do you know them all. Hallelujah. Purpose is released in their life. Thank you, Jesus.
1: Thank you, Father. And Father, we decree in jesus name say i decree in jesus name the love of god the love of the father the love of christ and the power of the holy spirit to begin to cover these all of these now that we have put before you in jesus name we decree their healing their salvation their deliverance their wholeness now today starting today we believe we will begin to see answers to our prayers in jesus name hallelujah
0: Go ahead and stand together. Just like we were doing, let's go ahead and applaud the Lord, Lord, for the breakthroughs. Release, release the power of God. Release the power of God. Release the power of God in the families. Hallelujah.